Welcome to Points of Departure, a podcast from the Arkansas Global Changemakers in coordination with KUAF Public Radio, where we aim to place pressing social issues into global context and bring communities together to find local solutions to global challenges. My name is Lawrence Hare. I'm Associate Professor of History in the Fulbright College of Arts and Sciences. And my name is Rogelio Garcia Contreras. I am a teaching assistant faculty at the Strategy, Entrepreneurship, and Venture Innovation Department of the Walton College of Business. And I'm Lee Wood, General Manager of KUAF Public Radio. And we're your hosts for Points of Departure. It's a sweltering June day in Rome and traffic buzzes while big puffy clouds obscure the pounding sun for just a moment while a group of university students crowd around a tour guide. The big nose, Nassone. The big nose. Okay, it is the very important symbol of the city. But this isn't the typical tour you would think of. They aren't gathered outside of the Colosseum or the Vatican or any other number of historical landmarks that you might find in the Eternal City. Today, this class from the University of Arkansas is touring a multi-ethnic food market. You're listening to Points of Departure. This is producer Daniel Carruth here, and I'm giving Lawrence and Rogelio a break for today and closing out the second season with a bit of a field trip. We'll follow along with students in the U of A Rome campus's Global Studies class at the end of their studies last summer. Professor Camilla Lay explains how she's attempting to take new approaches to study abroad that can push students out of their comfort zone and let them experience the reality of a city from the taste, smells, history, and politics that they're actually studying in. All that and more coming up on Points of Departure. Listening to a podcast produced by KUAF, your public radio station for more than three decades. Hello, I'm Timothy Dennis. KUAF's on air programming features the latest news from NPR with shows like All Things Considered, 1A, and Here and Now, locally hosted music programs on the weekend that you won't find online, local newscasts every weekday morning at 5 30 and 7 30, updates on events happening throughout the KUAF listening area, and more. To listen, tune your radio to 91.3 FM, visit our website, KUAF.com, or tell your smart speaker to play KUAF. You're listening to Points of Departure. We're on the east side of Rome, just outside the Piazza Vittorio Emanuele II. Near the metro station, it's a busy neighborhood and people shuffle by trying to catch a train or dip into shops or under archways to hide from the stifling heat. Professor Camilla Lai corrals a group of American students and brings them to attention. Okay, we're still waiting for someone. They're about to go on a migrant walking tour. This tour is headed up by guide Marta Marciniak from the Migrant Tour Project. It's a company that offers walking tours throughout the city, all led by immigrants to Rome. Okay. 
I am from Poland and, and I have lived in Italy for 55 years. Marta leads the class of less than a dozen students through to a large marketplace, full of stalls selling everything from textiles to halal lamb and basketfuls of basmati rice, Thai basil, or caramel-colored dates. Formerly known as the Mercato Nuovo Escalino, the multi-ethnic market is a staple for Rome's growing migrant population, mostly North African, but you can also find vendors from China to Southeast Asia and India to West Africa. Lai says the goal of this class, Global Studies, is to immerse her students from Arkansas in a more diverse, more realistic Rome than what they may have seen in a study abroad pamphlet. Okay, because migration and, you know, um, transformation of the human race, as in getting more integrated, is definitely a trend of the modern century everywhere. However, the history of American migration, the American continent, as opposed to our situation in Europe, is extremely different. So Italy being um, so close to the Mediterranean, we get a very mixed migration. We get refugees running away from war. We get working migrants. We get all of Africa and a bunch of Asia. Um, so uh, it's, it's important to witness the difference of, um, you know, how uh, different, and, and in, in some ways it's also very recent in Italy. Uh, we got the boats from Libya, it's, you know, seasonally every week. And as Italians, we were used a hundred years ago to be a, as, uh, to be a population of migrants ourselves moving out. So now we are trying to figure out how to come to terms with these different people from all over the world moving in. And, um, and I think it's very different than what you guys have witnessed through your own history in the United States, being itself a land of immigrants. So it's useful for the students to have a different perspective. Global studies, I think it's a lot about changing the focus of the lens, as if you had a camera and just shifting it from one perspective to the next, and then you get an entirely different picture from the same image. She says these field trips can break down the distance between perception and reality, which she believes is the best tool for understanding the larger concepts that she's teaching, like migration, economics, and politics. Christina Rodrock, a junior communications major at the University of Arkansas, stares at a stall piled with racks of patterned cloth. The bright blues, reds, and yellows are not stereotypically Italian, and she says she's never really seen anything quite like this market before. The whole class is pretty much centered around becoming more culturally aware, and so I think that this field trip has done a really good job of showing um, the diversity that's in Rome that we're not always aware of and that I haven't really been aware of until now. After taking a tour through the market's bustling stalls, the group lands back at the entrance next to a stockpile of bags of rice and coffee beans. A man stands up from his stool. This is Mustafa, a Libyan refugee and a longtime vendor at the market. Professor Lai translates while students sheepishly volley questions. William has a question. How do you open a shop? William Wood is a sophomore studying economics and political science at the U of A. He says when he decided to study abroad in Rome, he pictured a pretty standard study abroad experience. But taking part in this class and other experiences like it, he says, has often challenged his ideas and understanding of the world. It kind of takes you away from like your nationalism, I'm always right. Um, and I think like this class 
has really shown me that, you know, um, everybody has just grown up different. You know, we're all, like all still humans, and I could have been like them if I'd grown up where they had grown up. Grown up. Um, and so, yes, definitely would help, big time. And Camilla Lai says that's exactly what this course is designed to do. I see my students learn more from witnessing, touching, getting their hands dirty, being outside than being in a classroom. And because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to be able to be outside and in Rome and in a city that um, has got a lot to teach and tell, uh, we try to do more excursions and have more outside lectures, especially in the specific courses like global studies, global change makers. There's some courses that are obviously more prone and uh, easier to adapt to. And yeah, I mean, especially when it comes to food and market, you can learn with something else than just uh, books and uh, me talking or by smelling the spices, by which is something they always hold in their memories and viewing different colors and talking to someone that speaks Arabic and hearing Pashto or Bindagoli being shouted in the street. It's, uh, um, it's an experience that doesn't probably happen every day back at main campus. Research from the U.S. State Department-funded Open Doors Survey puts Italy as one of the top study abroad destinations for American college students, with roughly 30,000 filtering through the country each year. And Lai believes too often these students don't get a real look at her country or even break out of those designated tourist areas. Um, I always see my students transformed. Five weeks is an extremely short time, but it's very concentrated. Um, you know, from the, the questions they asked at the beginning and someone uh, uh, now just off my hat, um, William came and said like, you know, I, I can tell who's Italian, who's American uh, by looking at how people dress um, in the street. I don't, I'm not used to that. And then one time we went to like a cooking class of Syrian refugees um, in a place that's definitely out of the tourist track. And he was like, oh my God, it feels like really North Carolina. I was like, I would have never thought that, but <laughs> that a neighborhood in Tuscolana would be so similar to really North Carolina. Uh, but at the beginning, they compare everything to the U.S., to what's familiar to them. And then there's a sudden shift of opening up and just being open to the unexpected kind of like let their guards down somehow. They're not scared, not that they're scared, but like subconsciously maybe they are a little bit more careful. And then they become extremely open to the unexpected. And that's when I think the real learning comes in. The migrant tour flows through the Vittorio Emanuele neighborhood, past bubbling water fountains and churches, yes, but also past storefronts showing off specialty African goods and even a mosque. The tour ends just outside of Termini Station, one of the busiest in the city. Junior Elizabeth McKitchick says the more tangible, unexpected experiences like this have added to her study abroad experience. Yeah, I'm getting to do things that I would probably never do if I just came here on vacation with family. So it's really cool, especially with this class, to um, get to be immersed in the culture. And Rod Rock, who wants to work with refugees in the future, agrees that these excursions and interactions have been fundamental to the course. Uh, before I actually studied abroad, I had this like kind of glamorous idea of what it was and this like glorified version of getting to see a country. But I think coming here, I was really able to see like the culture and be immersed in it. Um, and so I think study abroad did a really good job in this class, especially showing that other side of like the people who actually live here and not just like the Colosseum and the Vatican. You're listening to Points of Departure. We'll be right back.
the real Roman flavor, not even Italian, just Roman traditional flavor products. Hi there, this is Bramke Straubhorst. I am program director and associate professor at CEU Abad Oliva University. Recording from Barcelona, Spain, you're listening to Points of Departure. Thanks for tuning in to this mini episode of Points of Departure. Your hosts are Rogelio Garcia Contreras and Lawrence Hare. I'm producer Daniel Carruth. Points of Departure is a podcast production of KUAF Public Radio and Arkansas Global Changemakers. For more information, you can go to KUAF.com and listen to Points of Departure wherever you get your podcasts.